I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, episode number 11. Today, we talk with actress model Elena Stewart about her friendship with Farrah Fawcett, her anti-cancer lifestyle, and her new skincare line, Erase Extreme. So stay tuned for Life-Changing Wellness. This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. Well, welcome everyone. And before we start today, if you could just do me a favor, head over to iTunes after the interview, rate it high, and leave a kind review and tell all of your family and friends. So if you could do that for me, I would greatly appreciate it. And I encourage you to look up my show page on RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. Well, today I am very honored to have on the program actress model Elena Stewart, who began her career by heading to New York to become a Ford model. And soon she began her acting career appearing in such popular and iconic TV series and many I've watched on a regular basis, such as The Love Boat, Evil Knievel, Fantasy Island, The Bionic Woman, and Heart to Heart. And I have to confess, I had a crush on Stephanie Powers back then. And then The Fall Guy and others. So how's that for a television flashback? Also, she starred in many film roles and most recently in Swiped, which will be released next year, and also hosted the popular talk show, The George and Elena Show, with ex-husband George Hamilton. And she had her own reality program, Stewart's and Hamilton's, which appeared on E! But today, we talk with Elena, who began working with her dear friend, Farrah Fawcett, on Farrah's story, a documentary on cancer struggle, which Elena filmed and produced. In 2009, Farrah's story debuted on NBC to, rec- to record-breaking viewers and was nominated for an Emmy Award. Her first book was released in 2009, My Journey with Farrah, published by HarperCollins, and debuted at number nine on the New York Times bestseller list. Her second book, a memoir entitled Rearview Mirror, was released in 2012. She is the president of the Farrah Fawcett Foundation for Cancer Research, and she has received numerous awards, such as the John Wayne Cancer Center True Grit Award, and recognized by the Beckstrand Foundation for her continued work in fighting cancer. Welcome, Elena. Well, thank you, Ward. It's nice to be on your show. Now, I don't well, want to embarrass to... you, but I have to just correct you in one thing. You pronounce oh, my do. name Alana. 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 Okay. See. <laughs> but let me tell you, when I was growing up in uh-huh. Texas, it was Lana Kay. And then when I moved to, to New York and California, it kind of got changed to a little more sophisticated version. So it's now Alana. <laughs> But you can call oh, well, me Lana I'm glad Kay you... if you want to. Well, 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 actually, well, to tell you the truth, what was so funny was is I'm I was sitting here for days going. Now, I always pronounce your name as Alana. I mean, always. And then I I go online, which is usually a mistake for most people. And I hear this interview, and they interview introduce you as Elena, and I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm thinking Alana the whole time. So here I am trying to get it right, and I still got it wrong. So, but you were right originally. You, were, you see, always trust your first instincts. There you go. And I'm going to do that from now on, Alana. So I've got it right. So Great. well, let let's start let's start off and talk about the Farrah Fawcett Foundation. Tell us all about that. Well, Farrah started the foundation, you know, she was diagnosed with cancer, with anal cancer in 2006, and she started the foundation 
soon after she was diagnosed, the end of 2006 to 2007, and it she really didn't get a chance to actively open the doors to it because she was busy battling for her life, as you all know. And when she passed away in 2009, they asked me to be um, president of the foundation and to run it. And I had talked a lot with Vera about it, and she had wanted me to help her with it and to be on the board. And and she had a lot of ideas about what she was going to do because she really intended to beat the disease and she was just sure she was going to beat it and she was such a fighter and and um you know it, it took a turn uh, in a different direction of course and uh and we lost her and and I think you know I for one and along with many of her friends and loved ones will always miss her and her fans and but she I believe has left a legacy well I mean she's left you know, she was an icon in so many ways, as an actress, as a um, famous personality. But I think that what she created in the foundation is something that she would be very proud of today. Well, let me ask you something, because you were her best friend. And, you know, she was, it's amazing how iconic she became from just being on Charlie's Angels for for the first season only. And a lot of people thought she was on there the whole time, but it was only one year. But it's amazing how brightly her star shined. And well, she was uh, how one did of you those two become friends? Had literally overnight success. The, the, the minute Charlie's Angels debuted and then her the poster of the red bathing suit came out right after that, and it just shot her to, to fame immediately. But the great thing about Farrah Uh was that she was always a down-home Texas girl. You know, she was from Corpus Christi, and she never really changed in that regard. She always had down-home Texas values, and she was very down-to-earth and practical and fun. And she was sort of like, I mean, I think that's why she and I connected in the first place, because I'm from Texas, and she was from Texas, and we just... We just connected on on so many levels. We love the same kind of food and and um, just so many things in common. Well, but was she? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask that uh, you know when she was first diagnosed, and I and I re- if I remember this correctly, that uh, therefore while you know as she was battling it, uh, it looked like she actually beat it. It did, and this was the interesting thing. She was diagnosed with with anal cancer, and at first, you know, there's kind of a stigma around it. People are kind of embarrassed to talk about it, and she wasn't really, I don't think in the beginning, going to talk about the kind of cancer she had. She was so closely followed by the press and the paparazzi that there was just no way of of hiding it in, in any case, and then when it did come out, she started to talk about it and be very open about it. She was on the cover of People magazine, and she talked about it. And I think that she helped so many people uh, because she got tens of thousands of of letters from people all over the world, and many of whom had anal cancer. And they would say things like, Sarah, thank you so much for coming out and talking about this because this is a cancer that, that I was so ashamed of having. Um, and... So I think she really kind of took that 
onus off of it, you know, and, and kind of brought it out in the light and made people understand more about it. And so I think that she helped so many people and she inspired so many people because she was such a fighter. You know, her her motto was fight the fight and never give up. And she did that till the day she died in, in 2009. Well, if you could uh, maybe give some insight here because when... And I, and I could understand the stigma or trying to explain to somebody that they've been diagnosed with anal cancer. Now, is that some way connected for those that have had or had colon cancer? I mean, is there a relationship there, or is it completely different? No, it's completely different. Anal cancer is a different part of the, of the colon, it, it's, um, and it's, hers was, the, the, the interesting thing about it and the scary thing about it is it was a very under-researched cancer when, when she first got it, and which I'll talk about it later on, but we've been able to help mm-hmm. make some, some giant strides in, in this area uh, in the research for anal cancer. But it can so easily go undetected, and because sometimes she had had a colonoscopy about either nine months or a year before she was diagnosed, which means they somehow missed it, and somehow they wow. can miss the cancer because it's so low in the intestine you know it's at the very beginning of the the in, in, intestine and sometimes when they do the colonoscopy if they're not careful and very thorough they can miss that area and you know go on up into the higher areas which would show rectal cancer colon cancer they're all different cancers i mean i've i've learned more about cancer than i ever thought i'd no, you know, and um, well, it, it's let me really interesting, this. So, though. The important thing, I, yeah, I just so, want to say the important uh, thing for people is to to make sure if they have any symptoms that they get diagnosed properly because a lot of MDs really even, sometimes people will be diagnosed as having a hemorrhoid when it's really not a hemorrhoid, when it's really anal cancer. That was my so, question. That was my question. Yeah. I was kind of wondering the same thing. Yeah, that's absolutely so, uh, true. And, in fact, the foundation, we even sponsored a, a seminar once, was, which was based on helping train um, MDs and physicians uh, that weren't cancer specialists in, into the symptoms and knowing how to, to find anal cancer. And... I found out, or which was interesting, is something I didn't know, is that when women have a gynecological exam every year, they're supposed to, part of that is supposed to be an examination that would find a tumor if, if one had one, and you know, anally. Well, then, uh, how, do, how does the foundation itself... I understand that y'all are also doing HPV awareness. Well, the reason being because we we formed a coalition with Stand Up to Cancer in 2013, and Sherry Lansing, who's one of the founders of Stand Up to Cancer, along with Katie Couric and and a, a, a group of other women in the entertainment industry, um, she's a good friend of mine, and she really helped me. Kind of, I mean, I first went to her when they asked me to be president and run the foundation, I called Sherry and said, I, I don't know how to run a, a foundation. And she said, 
yes, you do. And she said, you're smart and you'll learn. And and um, she met with me a number of times. She was so helpful and so encouraging. And she was right. I did. But in any case, she and I had wanted to do something <laughs> with Stand Up to Cancer and um, and the Fair Fawcett Foundation. And so we were going to start a research team um, for anal cancer. And then it kind of grew into something bigger than that because 90% of anal cancer is caused by the HPV virus and about 95% of cervical cancer is caused by the HPV virus and a whole number of head and neck cancers and other cancers are caused by this virus that's kind of rampant in our society today. So that's we, we created a research team based on all HPV-related cancers, which would include anal cancer, but would also include all of the other cancers that are caused by HPV. So that's how we kind of got into the HPV field and, and trying to promote awareness about the HPV virus, because HPV causes 5% of the world's cancers. Oh, I and, did not know that. And again, this is a very was a very under-researched area. So we formed this research team with Stand Up to Cancer, and it's just going into clinical trials now at Dana-Farber. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Because, um, you know, it's amazing. It's, yeah, go ahead. Another interesting statistic, not to throw a bunch of boring statistics out there, but it's, <laughs> these are things that people don't know because people aren't very... Um, educated in HPV and, and related cancers and things, because I certainly wasn't. I'd never heard of it before, you know, like eight or nine years ago. And But head and neck cancers, throat cancer in particular, in, and it occurs more in men than in women, and it is, it is predicted that it's going to surpass cervical cancer by 2020. So oh my it's something goodness. that oh. men and boys have to be very aware of, and they recommend getting the HPV vaccination when children are, you know, any time from 11 years on, but before, certainly before they become sexually active in any way. Well, I, I'm really, I'm really happy that. Well, let me cha- let me change my wording here. You know, we think of Farrah's legacy as being. You know, television, film, Charlie Angels, the most iconic poster ever created on the planet. But I think more importantly, I think she would be amazed at the work you're doing for, you know, expanding the education on cancer, anal cancer, and even the importance now of HPV. Uh, I mean, that's a scary thought to think that just in the next three years, it's going to surpass cervical cancer. Well, and the other thing is a lot of the cancers are on the downswing because they've done so much research, And but unfortunately, um, HPV-related cancers are on the upswing, and that's, that's why we've gotten so involved in them. Now, for more people that want uh, to understand and uh, obtain more information, where can they go? Well, they can. That's a good question, and we have some information on our our website, which is fairfaustfoundation dot org, um, or they can go to the Stand Up to Cancer website, or they can 
Google it, and all sorts of, of different sources will come up. There's a, there's a particular foundation who we've worked with before, and it's the Anal Cancer Foundation, I believe is is the name. But if anyone Googles um, HPV or HPV-related cancers, a wealth of information will come up about it. Oh, fantastic. That, well, let's... Uh, uh-huh. uh, it's just something that no, we, we sort of fell into the the whole HPV area. As I said, we started out with the anal cancer, and then we we expanded to all of these different HPV-related cancers because they're so on the rise and it's so important. And, and we believe, and a lot of our scientists that we're involved and believe that if they find a cure for one kind of HPV-related cancer, that's going to work on all of them. Now, you have to say one thing. You know, I will give a little disclaimer here. I'm not a doctor or a scientist, so I just talk in real layman's language. So if there's any doctors out there, <laughs> they're thinking, well, she's not, she's not explaining this exactly right. Just know that I'm, uh, I do it in layman's terms and, and not in real scientific terms. Well, I could I could say one thing. You probably exp- oh, a- absolutely, and you know, and I know a lot of doctors that can't explain explain simple things, but no, you've done extremely well. So I am very happy about that. But let's let's do a little switching of gears here and talk about your own healthy lifestyle, and, and you know, and share with everyone what do you do to you know to me? Uh, I think you're beating Father Time. Well, I, I guess I am, you know, and, and it's, first of all, I think it's good genes because I come from um, my grandmother and everybody in our family, you know, my, my uh, lineage is English, Irish, French, and Cherokee Indian. So there's, I'm like three-sixteenths, almost a quarter Cherokee Indian because my great grandmothers on both sides were were Cherokee Indians. So um, I think that that physically, I think that is a, has a, a lot to do with it. But I think the things that I do, I've always taken care of myself really well. When I was 18, I took a course at the University of Houston before I, I took a few courses, but be, this was just before I moved to New York to model. And one of them was a health and nutrition course. And I kind of got really into all sorts of healthy foods and healthy eating. And back in the day then, it was like, you know, brewer's yeast and tiger's milk and all these things. And so I've always kind of been into... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that that really ages me. Wow, tiger's milk. Oh, my gosh. I mean, (laughs) I haven't heard that in years. I know. That's a name from the past, isn't it? But I've sort of, you know, progressed, obviously. And, And I eat healthy and I take care of myself and just in a instinctual way, but I think for me, the, even more important than what you eat or what you do on the outside is what you do on the inside, and for years I've done yoga. I mean, I started doing yoga, I think, when I was 20, and I don't always do it every day, and I don't do it for long periods of time anymore, but I've, I've done it for years, and it's something that I've really believe in and I think it's a great anti-aging technique for one thing but I also think it just helps kind of keep you centered and you know I think that stress 
and wrong thinking can can create more health problems in people than than germs can. And I'm, that may people may think that's a, a dumb statement, but I, years ago when I met Deepak Chopra, he said, "Alana, happy thoughts make happy molecules." And I didn't understand what he meant at the time. And since then, I've really come to understand that so much of your health and well-being has to do with with your thinking. And, and, you know, I meditate. I try to follow various spiritual, uplifting programs. I, um, and I think, that, I think that's more important for me than anything. And as I said, I'm, I, I eat pretty healthy for the most part. I had pizza last night, you know, so I'm not always so healthy, but I have... Uh, I confess, I, I did too. <laughs> you did? It, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if it, it was from a little uh, Italian bistro. They really know how to do it right, so uh, sometimes it's kind of hard to walk away from that. Oh, yeah. But uh, let me ask you this. You, know, you, uh, you avoid microwaves and also no plastic bottles. You know, I I do. I'm... There's so many things, I think, going on today, and I think that's why a lot of forms of cancer are on the rise. I think there's so many things in our environment that are harmful. And I do eat organic food whenever possible. I have been for years. Um, I try to eat a lot of organic vegetables and fruits, and I don't eat very much meat. I hardly ever eat meat. I'm not a vegetarian per se, but I rarely eat meat, and I when I do eat fish, I make sure that it's one of the kinds of fish that has the least amount of mercury in it because now with our polluted waters that, you know, the fish are endangered. Um, I eat a chicken and turkey, but I try to make sure the chickens are, are organically raised and don't have hormones or antibiotics or anything. I try to stay away from food additives. Because I think in food and preservatives, I think those are really bad. So I try to stay away from those kind of things. And I read this book, which I highly recommend. It's called Anti-Cancer, A New Way of Life. And it's by this doctor, this Dr. David Severin Schreiber. And he wrote this book. Someone from MD Anderson gave it to me a number of years ago when we were doing a, uh, a project down there with them with the foundation and he was a doctor who was diagnosed with brain cancer he was a researcher and he actually in doing his research discovered that he had a brain tumor and he started researching a healthy lifestyle and an anti-cancer lifestyle and he wrote this book and he eventually died of the disease but but many years after he was supposed to but there's so many things in this book, and, and I'm sure there are many books like it, but that, that are real eye-opening about the dangers of, you know, as you say, plastic bottles and too much plastic. And, you know, the there's so many things in our environment. And I think that's why people, a lot of people get sick more than, you know, and there's there's always some kind of virus or something going around. Have you noticed that? Oh yeah, I, yeah. Remember when the the flu season was all always during the winter time? Now the flu season is twelve months out of the year. Yeah, and I think that's for so many reasons. I mean, I think part of it has to do with air travel and so many people traveling all over the place and bringing things back from from other places and you know germs that we're not used to. But I 
But I also think it's people's immune systems get run down, especially as they get older, from being bombarded with so many things in the environment, pesticides and food additives and dirty air, well, you know. Well, it's, uh, well it, you know, it, it, it accumulates so over time. You know, the things that we do every day, you know, and I try to tell people, what you eat today is going to matter five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. And, you know, you, you have to do it every day. And for those people out there that have poor diets, it, it's going to catch up with them. And, you know, they may not be sick today, but 20 years from now or 10 years from now, they could be fighting something very, very awful that's going to be, a, be very difficult to overcome. And so no, we need to be thinking healthy now. Yeah, and and we need to try to, you know, stop doing the things that are unhealthy. I mean, smoking is just one of the, the worst things anyone can do. And I have two of my kids smoke, and it just makes me makes me crazy. Oh, I know, I know. You know, that's that's one thing I I highly. Uh, well, that's one thing I'm completely against for anybody's health is smoking. It, it literally just sucks the life out of you, is for one. But I want to uh, uh, get in uh, to talk about your brand new skincare line, uh, oh, Erase yes. Extreme. What's I'm this so all about? I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's Erase Extreme, and it's all one word, E-R-A-S-E, and capital E-X-T-R-E-M-E. And we just we just started officially selling it on our website, which is EraseExtreme.com, um, about two weeks ago. And anybody that wants to, um, well, as you know, there's a special, we have a special offer for anybody that's listening to your show, but um, which you can tell the listeners about in a second. But the sure. thing that I love about it is I've been thinking about doing a skincare line for a long time, but I never see a difference. I've tried different products. And I never really see anything, you know, happen right away. And th- with this, you see something happen right away because the spray and the serum, it's just three products. There's a spray, a serum, and a moisturizer. And I use the spray in the morning and then the moisturizer, the serum at night. And both the spray and the serum turn your face bright red. So <laughs> I have to always make sure I tell everybody that do not be alarmed this is what it's supposed to do. It has niacin in it. And, you know, just like if you oh, take a good. niacin pill. Oh, yeah, I do it every day. Yeah, you do. Well, yeah, a lot of people do because it, it flushes the body, it flushes the blood, brings the blood to the surface of the skin, right? That's right. Well, that's what the spray does on the face and the neck and, and you know, the chest. You can use it on your hands. It brings the blood to the surface. It stimulates your own collagen and elastin to grow. And I sort of, I don't want to sound like a salesman, but honestly, we've had some amazing letters from people who tried it and have only tried it for like a week or two and they can see a difference. And that's what I love about it. You can actually see your skin kind of starting to glow. Well, oh, fantastic. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you this. Go to EraseExtreme.com and... For a a very special offer, if you use the code Doctor Bond D R B O N D on on your order, you'll receive ten percent off. And I do know that they have a great uh, uh, I would call it a beginning 
travel size kit that runs about thirty six ninety five. So you can take another ten percent off of that and give it a, a great try. I've looked at the ingredients. I can tell you this is a great line of skincare products. So. Uh, Alana, I want to give you a great plug today because I've seen this. I, I've talked to Kara, and uh, this is something that is fantastic. And not only that, not only is it great for women, hey, men, you know, we're always fighting the aging process as well, so it doesn't hurt us to, to get involved with something like this as well. So uh, oh, for healthy for skin, men too. And check my it out. Son oh, yeah. It, and he loves it, and he's seen a real difference. In fact, sometimes men will see a difference even faster than women because they're not used to using things like that on their face. Well, I, you know, I, I'm kind of the one, you know, I, I fight the aging process, so I, I want to try anything that uh, is going to help me look good. It, this may be radio, but uh, I want to look great, and I want to fight the aging process, and hopefully I can fight it as well as you have been doing because you look great. Well, thank you, Ward. Now, you look great, too. And I'm going to send you some more of our. I'm going to send you some more of our skincare because I want. The great thing about the little trial package is it lasts for about two weeks, and within two weeks, I think that's a good. You know, a, a person can determine if they feel it's really doing something for them or not, and you haven't invested hundreds of dollars. Oh, uh, yeah, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because, ladies and gentlemen, for everyone who is listening to the program today, this is not one of those extremely expensive skincare lines this is something that everyone can afford everyone can use it won't break the bank or the wallet so you can definitely go online at eraseextreme.com check it out and remember the code is dr bond d-r-b-o-n-d and you'll receive the 10 percent off on your order alana i want to thank you so much for coming onto the program and i would absolutely love to invite you back I'd love to come on any time because I think we have so much uh, to talk about. Oh, go ahead. I said I'd love to come back any time because I think we have so much more to talk about. I love talking about health and staying healthy and anti-aging and all those things. So any time. Well, fantastic. Well, then uh, we'll we'll make it a date then. And uh, so, again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just a uh, a fun time with Alana Stewart today talking about Fair Fawcett's legacy, the anti-cancer lifestyle. And please go to fairfawcettfoundation.org, check out the information, and, and learn about the this type of cancer and also HPV awareness as well. And, again, check out. Uh, Alana's brand new skincare line, Erase Extreme. Go to eraseextreme.com and type in the code Dr. Bond for 10% off. And remember, everyone, to catch every episode of Life Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at radiomd.com. And if I could ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds, rate the podcast on iTunes. The reason being is we want to attract more people like you to the show. And the only way we can do that is if you rate it, which helps to grow the show and bring more visibility. So please leave a great review. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Ward Bond TV and on Facebook at drwardbond.com. And again, check out my show page at radiomd.com slash drbond and connect with me at drwardbond.com and sign up free for our online class, Healing Remedies and Recipes to Kick Off Your Life-Changing Wellness. Thank you for listening to today's show. 
I'm Dr. Ward Bond. Have a healthy and blessed day.